fun. I made a change in my life a few years ago when I decided to quit trying to please people and just please the Lord and love people. And it's given me a new confidence and I have more friends and more loving acquaintances than I ever thought possible, especially when I was just trying to please people. Mm Absolutely. LeVon, thank you for setting us up today. We're talking about change in your life. That simple change for her changed her entire life. One change, entire life impacted. That's really the discussion today. We're picking up from earlier in the week on Tuesday. We were talking about change, and we promised we'd be back on Friday talk about change. We got callers already lined up. Got some great calls, great stories about people who made a change in their life and the change impacted their life. Why are we doing this at Intentional Living today? Because it's a brand new year and probably many of you have one of two thoughts about resolutions. One is never, ever, ever make a resolution because they're always broken by the end of January. Or two, oh, I've got a whole list of resolutions and then they'll still be done by the end of January. (laughs) I mean, not all, but some. But so we thought today, instead of uh, hopeful thinking, (laughs) We would uh, let you hear the stories of some people who've actually made some changes in their life and how they did it. And it was, what you're going to hear is it's not these big, giant things. They're simple things that people tend to say, enough of this, and I've made a change in my life. And to God's glory. Listen, we're all about bringing glory to God. We're not here just to have a great life. Of course, we like that. I mean, we appreciate it. But at the same time, I tell my wife often, we have been absolutely blessed to be born where we're born. God plopped us here in the United States of America. No matter where we are, we've got it made compared to people in the world. And I've been around parts of the world where they don't. So we've been blessed. So this isn't about just, uh, you know, let's make changes so we can have more stuff or be better or prettier or whatever, uh, but to give God glory. And ultimately, it's going to bring God glory and benefit to those around us that we love, our family, friends, and so on. And... uh well, ultimately, that's going to impact people, hopefully drawing them to Christ. I'm Dr. Randy. This is the Intentional Living Center. Jennifer's uh, running the control. She's our engineer, Stephen, our producer, and Gino on Facebook. So Facebook friends, welcome. You can post right there or call and share your testimony on our storyline today, 888-888-1717. Let me get to Trish, who's on the line, the longest, waiting in New Mexico. Trish, are you there? I'm here. There you can go. You hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you for your call. Go, go right ahead. What's uh, what's something you've been going through in your life? Well, I just went through a divorce mm-hmm. last year. That was um, it. It wasn't initiated by me, but um, I made this choice when it was happening that I was not going to live in anger or negativity, and I really leaned into my faith. Um, and I could say, like, I can see, I can see why God stepped in to separate the two of us. I mean, it was 25 years of our life together, three mm-hmm. children. Um, it's it's been it's been really difficult. But um, I have to say, like, I listened to your station since 2008 when my kids were. Uh, I just made that decision, um, and I I'm in music ministry where I am, um, and it's just I mean, God is come in and just like rescued me mm. <laughs> and my family. I don't know how else to say yeah. it. Well, you know, that's uh, and and God bless you. And I'm, 
Sorry for, for that uh, loss in your life, but at the same time that you were leaning into God, leaning into your friends and family, because you know what, I'll tell you what, when we go through unwanted changes, unexpected changes, or, or unanticipated changes, it's easy to get down the rabbit hole of guilt, um, resentment, anger, revenge, you name it, all sorts of things can happen down there in that pit. Um, but choosing to say, no, I'm going to lean into God, seek the right kind of help, lean strong into him and then keep going. That's made it, it sounds like it made a difference in your life. Yeah. I mean, I really had to give up the fear of asking for help, asking, and I, in, in the process made all of these friends that I didn't know that I had, um, that helped my family. All of them are in my church. And um, even brought like a, a new friend back to the church with me, um, but just leaning in and saying, you know, I'm just my my intention is just to follow the path. Yeah. Because there's there's so many things that have happened through this real tragedy in our family that I see like just ease like things where we were going to live. It just opened up. It mm. just opened up. I mean, we had a lot of trouble with our finances and a lot of arguments about <laughs> finances and our intentional, our intentions around that. And I mean, unfortunately, through the divorce, I was able to, I'm in a position now where I'm, I'm okay. My kids are fine. We have a place to live. Um, I can still help my parents. And I've been able to um, do, give with my, with, um, a little bit of the money that I received in the settlement, like I can help other people. Um, it's just, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't believe I'm here. It's only been about nine months, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> praise God. Well, yeah, praise God. And you're learning lessons, um, which really raises a whole nother topic someday is what good comes from loss. You know, what comes out of loss when we go through it unexpected or otherwise in life? what God can do through those experiences in our life. Sometimes the greatest work. All right, Trish, thank you. Happy new year. Thank you for being a part of the show today from, uh, from New Mexico. Uh, Krista, you're next and then hang on. We'll get to Robin and Vivian. Krista, welcome to the show. You're also in New Mexico. How are you today? I sure am. I'm well, thank you. Happy new year. Thank you. You too. Uh, what's, uh, what's been a change or positive thing in your life? Well, it might not seem like a positive change on the surface, but I stood up to my older brother um, who's bullied me my entire life. Mm. And yeah, I felt like I needed to be an example for my kids to let them know that when people don't treat you well, whether they're family or not, it's not okay. No, it's not. And how is that, how is that decision to do that? I mean, how do you feel about that now and what difference has it made for you? Like I lost. 30 years, 40 years, well, I'm 50, so years and years and years of weight that I've carried trying to please him or trying to do things that would prevent him from bullying me. So that is gone, and so it feels amazing. Mm. Well, that's a difficult thing to do and, and do it correctly, especially in families. Are you able to maintain a relationship with your brother? Um, I left it up to him. I I shared with him that his behavior toward me and my children was unacceptable and that I wasn't cutting him out indefinitely and that I welcomed him and his contact 
with me and my kids, who are only 12 and 9, um, if he was going to treat us with kindness and, um, and respect. And if he chose not to, that that was up to him. Um, but that was how I was going to um, allow him to come into our lives. And being the person that he is, his response was that I needed to look in the mirror, that I needed to take responsibility and not blame people, and that the ball was in my court. Mm. So, well, listen, we'll uh, see. that's it. We will see. in life. That's a good good response. We will see. Um, we always have that introspection to learn from from these experiences. How do I contribute to anything? You know, how do I contribute? To, a, to an issue, to a relationship. Uh, our prayer for you, uh, Krista, would be that um, y- you'll build off of this a confidence in parenting and who you are in relationship with your kids. And secondly, we'd also pray for a reconciliation and restoration of relationships. That really matters. That's, that's important. I hope that both his heart, your heart, and like you said, we'll see. I hope that God could do a work that you could call in a year from now and we say, what changes happened in 2023? And you'd say it was fantastic. I want to share the story. It doesn't always happen. But when it does, it's a beautiful thing. All right, let's take a break. Robin, you are next. Vivian, you hang on there in Kansas. I want to hear your story. We'll be back in just uh, a couple minutes. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Here's one way you can spot a Christian. I am Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. The Bible says that Christians love one another. Scripture teaches us that Christians obey God's commandments and are intentional in how we live from day to day. But Jesus goes on to say that whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 10. As I was reading that again last night, I was thinking, one of the ways you can spot a Christian, do you know someone who really openly and intentionally shares their testimony of what God is doing in their life? Are we doing that every day? When we do, that's intentional living. Go to theintentionallife.com slash minute to get the Intentional Living Minute in your email every day. That is a sobering thought uh, of uh, what Christ shared with us, what Jesus shared for us to, for 2,000 years later to contemplate how open are we in letting people know of our faith. And I know that comes more easily to some than others, okay? So we're not trying to say you're not a believer if you're not standing on the street corner. Uh, <laughs> it may not be you, frankly. But uh, it is a question. What is God doing in your life? Are you growing in that direction to be able to share with those you love and around you what God is doing? Important. Okay, uh, we're talking about change in your life uh, as we go through this year and what difference it's making. Let's go to Robin in Wisconsin. Hey, Robin, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, appreciate your call. What, uh, what do you want to share today? Well, last year I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior into my life. Amen. And just the most amazing things have happened in my life. My word last year was trust. 
and I didn't know it at the time how important that word was. But what happened was my husband went to go get a new coat for my daughter and they went together and I was like, okay, I'm going to let them do this. So I have some time to myself. My husband was trying to help out. Well, I had a feeling as soon as I closed the door, something bad was going to happen. I dropped to my knees. I prayed to the Lord, please protect them, protect my husband and daughter. He called me not even a half an hour later saying that they were okay. They had been in a car accident and they had totaled the car hitting a deer. Mm. But the amazing thing about that was where this happened was by House on the Rock. It's a, it's a local attraction, the local tourist attraction, and that led me to Matthew seven twenty four about building your faith like a house on the rock. Mm. And it's just um, so important. Mm-hmm. And um, he's protected them and just, just trusting in him. And then the other thing I want to say is that um, my words for the new year are pray, love, and forgive because the power of forgiveness has just taken over my life and it has really just renewed my relationship with family, with friends, with people. And I just praise God for that. Amen. Well, first of all, uh, congratulations, making that decision, hear the sensitivity in your heart, the way God's wired you. And then uh, taking those three words for 2023 and just running everything through those, you know, in terms of how you're going to behave and how you're thinking and what you're going to do uh, will make a huge difference. Love to hear at the end of 2023, what you've learned and mm-hmm. how those words made a difference. Put it on your calendar. Call yeah. Randy and leave a message in December of 2023, okay? Absolutely. Lord willing, if Jesus doesn't come before <laughs> yeah, that. Amen. I got you. All right. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye. You know, Robin, just she just did what the, Jesus said. If you put tell people uh, about me and your relationship with me, I tell God, my father, about you. Now, that's a Randy paraphrase. Um, But that's what she's doing. And that's one of the reasons we open the phone lines to talk to people, because we'd love to give you a chance to tell us what God is doing in your life. But you know what? It's not just between you and me. It's to all the people who happen to have the radio on or listening to a podcast um, or online streaming somewhere around the world when that happens. That's powerful. Uh, So thank you. All right. Uh, Vivian, you've been waiting so long. I want to get to you there in Kansas. Thank you for your patience. I think maybe Patience, patience Award goes to Vivian today. So That's right. Thank uh, happy you. New Year. Thank you. You too. What's uh, What's been the change point in your life? Well, the main change is uh, for me to get spiritual growth uh, and not to uh, be weak, but, but rejoice in the Lord always. Mm. And uh, in, in spiritual growth, and, uh, we know we have... Uh, a spiritual war mm-hmm. around. And uh, it's important to stay in the word that uh, we communicate with God and He communicates with us. Right. And in that way, He can lead us to what He wants us to do. I uh, retire after teaching for 36 years and I ask Him to to show me how can I serve Him in the in this world, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and he showed me different ways I could do it, and I can see uh, my spiritual growth in on, on all the things I'm doing. That not perfect. I don't do a perfect job. But yeah. uh, what are some I'm things that you're doing? Grow. What are some things that you you've made as a priority of service? Well, um, right now I'm leading a Bible study for women. 
and I was doing it for two or three years, but uh, the Lord showed me this year, no, you have to do it with Hispanic ladies, because I know the Spanish language. And he said, you have to use that gift to bring Hispanic ladies to a Bible study and huh. to be able to, to lead them into the Lord. Um, also, I... Um, I think I'm losing my voice now, but I always think I don't care if I lose my voice. I'm going to use it for the Lord. So I sing in a praise team, and uh, even though my voice is not perfect, but he listened to it, that I want to worship him. Another thing, um, I, I started using uh, Zoom, and uh, he led me into using it to reach others. So I started doing a Bible study with my brothers. They, they are in another country, and uh, one of them didn't know about the Bible at all. I mean, he's 71. And um, he said, as we've been studying the Bible, he can understand now what the Lord wanted him to do, uh, because he didn't have any idea. But using Zoom, using technology, how can the Lord lead us to do all kinds of things with what you have? You know, you don't have to be just money, but all kinds of gifts that he had given us, you know. Amen. And he has blessed me through through different things. I have a beautiful family, you know. Mm. We need to be an ex- example for others. Yes, we do. And it's, and I think you're, you know, Vivian, I, I'm, I'm really glad you called because we got some people listening whose voices are working beautifully and are perfect. Um, they got full, full strength and, and, um, and they're not, they're not, they're not serving. And you made a decision 36, I think you said years of teaching, retiring, losing your voice. You, and you want to use your voice as you can for God's glory. You saw a need with, um, Spanish speaking women who need Jesus. You can reach them. Somebody else can't. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be the the ministry that I would be in. That wouldn't be where God would be directing me for uh, several reasons. Clearly, I don't speak Spanish, which, by the way, I've always regretted. So maybe that's something I should put on my list for this year too. To learn to speak, can you can you teach old dogs new tricks in in language? And I don't know. Anyway, uh, you you're choosing to use what God has given you at this stage in your life to make a difference. And my challenge. My challenge to each of us when we talk about intentional living, what one thing can you do in 2023? Focus one thing that would make a single biggest difference in your life, the lives of others, that you could look back over the end of this year and say, wow, that was a big decision that I made on that day listening to that show there on the radio with that guy. Um, and what difference did it make? Because if we're, if we're here and God, is, God hasn't returned, Christ hasn't returned, Maybe we'll talk about this again a year from now and hear your story. So, Vivian, thank you for your call. I'll tell you what. We're talking about a brand new year. This is intentional living. We're going to take a break, uh, Jennifer. Ready with that? We'll take a break. We'll come back. I want to take just a minute or two. I want to tell you what's in store, what's up for intentional living in 2023, and then try to get a couple more calls on before we run out of time. Today, talking about change as we enter into this brand new year. You know, there's two times in life when it seems like people pay really close attention 
uh, and record what's being said for history. First words, moms and dads, many of you have recorded in that baby book, the first words of your firstborn. And the last words matter as well. I was surprised to hear that Winston Churchill reportedly said near his death, I'm bored with all of it. First words, last words, they matter, but the words in between really matter more. And uh, what really matters, we think, in this brand new year is to pick one word. What one word would you pick for 2023 that would make the single biggest difference in your life and your relationships? And I hope you'll do that. If you haven't, pray about it. Didn't have to do it today, obviously, but uh, it's more important you get the right word. Um, I spent some time thinking about that. And that leads me beautifully into this. Uh, by the way, that's a lesson. This That's an excerpt from the lesson this month for our intentional living community. What's that? Uh, we got We got people from all over the country who believe in intentional living in Christ. Not perfection, by the way. This isn't about perfection. That's another place, not here. <laughs> we're just fallen people who are every day getting up and saying, hey, we're going to trust God the best we can, keep moving, and do the next right one thing. And there's a lot of practical things we teach. We've got our conferences, a radio show, podcast, streaming uh, that we do, part of Family Life Communications, part of Family Life Radio. And I want to thank those of you who are supporting every month because of your support leading up to where we are now. That's why we're here but every month we send out to our monthly supporters a brand new teaching, mentoring right from our center uh, to encourage you and you help make sure everything we do keeps going. So if you're missing out on that, I hope you'll check it out at theintentionallife.com. 2023, 2023, health. Now, not just physical health, that's part of it. We talk a little bit about that, but mostly about our family, our marriage, our work, relationships, about honoring God, and certainly health is a part of that. And it, it dawned on me over the the uh, New Year's weekend, I was thinking, reading, researching a little bit. And um, the, one of the founders of the American Psychiatric Association way back in the 1800s was a guy by the name of Isaac Ray. And he talked about mental hygiene. And his definition of that was the art of preserving the mind against all influences calculated to deteriorate its qualities. In other words, he was saying, what he was saying is hygiene is something that's keeping you from getting sick. As opposed to we think about mental illness, we go in treatment when we have problems, we go to the doctor when we're sick, you know, we go to the dentist because our teeth hurt. And we want to be a part of helping preserve what we have in God's, for God's glory and strengthening it. Here's a question, and you hear me use this throughout the year, is your family life healthy? Is your marriage healthy? Not perfect, but healthy. How about your work life, your financial life? And of course, foundational to all of this, here's a question. Is there such a thing as spiritual hygiene? Taking care of your spiritual life, spiritual health. Do you have spiritual health? How are you doing? What's here's a question. What's, what's required to promote good spiritual health or marriage health? And we've been hearing callers today who've shared with us and, and back on Tuesday on this change uh, topic and on the decluttering topic that we, we've talked about this week as well about uh, one thing they're focusing on, they have better health in, in the area of their life. And that's part of our passion. At the end of the day, we know that as followers of Christ, our ultimate destination is to be with him. 
but he's left us here for 60, 70, 80 years or more or less for a reason. And we can either live in a life of mediocrity, getting by, pursuing the wrong things, or we can get up every day and say, I choose in these five essential areas to promote health, starting with my spiritual health. And so throughout the year, we're teaching on these things. The the lessons I'm sending out to you all as members are going to be promoting. How do we develop spiritual health? What are the things we do? Very positive. Now, you may be saying, well, you don't know. I'm I'm not doing well in these areas. That's that's the point. Stop today and start developing better health. Your teeth have a problem. Your dentist is going to tell you to start flossing and brushing and taking care of it. And if you got to get a... A cavity filled, get it filled. You do what you have to do so you can have more health in your in your uh, with your teeth. That's just a really practical example in your life. So, what about you? All right, do we have time for Deborah? All right, let's get. I'm just talking myself here. Let's let's uh, hear from Deborah. Uh, so, what's uh, what's uh, what are you working on in your life, Deborah? Well, I, I've been working on change since I've been 23, and God has changed me from the inside out, living one day at a time. But I will tell you that your program has helped that happen even more. Uh, physically, I've gone from 250 to 120. Um, mm. And spiritually, God has so changed my heart. Mm. Um, I've been in grief for too many years, but yet I'm now seeing it more as a ministry versus just dealing with my own grief. Um, but And in the process of grief in the last three years, I lost my husband, my two of my best friends, and my daughter was almost murdered, and yet your book and teachings have helped me to keep my emotions in check and seek God's will. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, because all of a sudden I have three properties that I don't know what to do with. I have, I, I mean, and I want to do it, I want to serve the Lord, and I'm asking Him, I feel like selling everything and buying a car, putting BLT Ministries on it, and heading to the desert but you know i'm like lord what do you want me to do and the blt stands for boldness love and truth um as i listen to folks like you and my pastors and i you know it's like what do you want me to do lord and also i have uh three girls at different stages of grief um and one is on target with her faith the other two are going opposite of where they Mm. were raised with their faith let, let me give you just a quick thought on this as we're wrapping it up. We're out of time. I'm sorry, uh, Deborah, we're out of time. But one of the things you could do, Deborah, is uh, make sure that you stay focused with good counsel. you got people around you that you can trust, people that can uh, encourage you, counsel you when you're trying to make these decisions. Build off of your strengths is another thing, really important. Building off of your strengths because you can't build off of your weaknesses in life. And as you said, keep trusting God every day. That That's critical in the process. All right, we are out of time, as I said. And so we got to wrap it up today from Intentional Living. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to leave the phone lines open for your comments. 888-888-1717. Something we can pray with you about, a change point in 2023 that we can pray with you about. Or as we talked about decluttering the last couple of days, some declutter point in your life that you're working on. I'd love to hear that as well. We're not about perfection at intentional living. We don't want you to feel guilt or we don't want you to be overloaded with, I got to do all these things. That's why we focus on what's one thing. And what you've heard is a lot of simple one things that people have done that's made a difference in their life. And we'd love to have you join in and uh, share your one thing. 
Join the journey of intentional living. I want to thank again all of you who have prayed for and supported the ministry in 2022 and again here in 2023. God bless you and thank you for standing with us. Dr. Randy here. We'll see you next time from Intentional Living.